Welcome to the Crystal Sparks Podcast. We are so glad you are here. Our one goal of this podcast is to grow your faith and help equip you to accomplish your dreams and your goals. Now here is Crystal Sparks. talk to somebody and them tell me, Crystal, my goal in life is to be as weak as possible. In fact, I kind of want to fail and fall short in everything that I do. I think that's the opposite of what we really want, right? Every person I talk to, they want to live a life that's overcoming. They want to live a life where they're strong in faith. They want to live a life where they are victorious. But here's the thing is our greatest battle is we're just not sure if we believe that God can do it for somebody like us. Now we have no problem believing that God can do it for anyone else, right? We can look at our neighbors, our co-workers, our siblings, anybody around us, and we see all the potential in them. But sometimes when we look at our own lives and our own circumstances, we kind of feel like we're falling short. In Romans chapter 8 verse 11, it says that the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you and it quickens you. I love what the Amplified says. It says that it restores your life. So I want you to think about this. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the power that's inside of you. Now I want you to think about this, that if it's strong enough to bring Jesus out of the grave after three days of being dead, How much more can it help enable you to get the job? How much more can that power enable you to overcome depression? How much more can that power um, begin to equip you to do all that God's called you to do? I love that the Amplified says that it restores your life. In other words, it's not giving you a lesser life. It's giving you the full life that God intends you to have. In John 10, 10, it says that he came to give us life and life more abundantly. In other words, a restoration kind of life, a life where we're just not barely getting by, not a life of just adequate enough strength. But God's plan for our life is that we begin to overcome in everything. Here's the deal is that God never promised us that it would be easy. In fact, I'll just tell you that every time you read about people in the Bible do doing great things for God, their life was seemingly easy before they stepped out and did things, before they made the big step for God. And I read about Abraham the other day, and he left a place called Ur the Chaldees. And Ur the Chaldees, in Genesis chapter 12, when he leaves that place, he was in total abundance. He had everything he needed. In fact, most scholars would tell you that the middle class home in the Ur of the Chaldees had 20 to 30 bedrooms in it. Oh my goodness, that's a huge house, right? So he was surrounded with abundance. He had everything he needed and he leaves. And while he's on that journey, his father dies. Then after his father dies, the Lord tells him in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, to go to the place where I'll show you. While he's on his way, the place God took him to was a place of severe famine, the Bible says. It was so bad. It almost looked like his life went in reverse. He went from a place of total abundance to now it looks like total lack. But yet the same God that was there with him in the earth of the Chaldees in the place of his abundance is the same God that was 
was with him in the place of famine. The Bible says that the Lord not only sustained him, but if you just flip the page to Genesis chapter 13, it says that Abraham was exceedingly wealthy in silver, gold, and in livestock. In other words, the circumstance didn't change who he was. His circumstance didn't stop God's blessing and provision. In other words, what the Bible was letting us know is that he could do all things through Christ who strengthened him. God began to do things great in a situation that didn't seem great. I love in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9, Paul's writing to the church at Corinth, and he says, a wide door of opportunity has opened for me, and with it, many adversaries. Friend, let me just tell you, the determiner of God doing great things in your life will never be your circumstance. In fact, if you find yourself like Abraham and you stepped out in obedience and it seems like now there's a famine in the land, or maybe you're like Paul and a great door of opportunity opened to you and now there's lots of adversaries, don't take that that you're in the wrong place, but instead take it that God before you who can be against you. Don't ever look at your circumstance to qualify what God's called you to do. So two things I want you to get out of this. Number one, realize that you have limitations when you're on your own. We all have limitations. I love in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29. This is so good. Are you ready? In the Amplified, it says this. He gives power to the faint and weary. And to him who has no might, he increases strength, causing it to multiply and making it to abound. Isn't that so good? So God doesn't call the people who are strong. It says that he gives power to the faint. So in other words, when I am in the weakest state, God is more able to give me power in that place than any other place, right? Think about Samson. On his worst day, when it seemed like everything had gone wrong, he had lost all his power, he had his greatest victory in that moment. See, God can turn your smallest things into your biggest moments. He can turn it when you seem like it seems like there's no way, there's nothing going good, and God in a moment of his favor can turn it around. And then in verse 30, it says this, even youth shall faint and be weary, and selected young men shall feebly stumble and fall exhausted. See, what it's telling us here is that everyone at some point in their life is going to have to realize that greater is he that is in them than he that is in the world. The Bible's letting us know there that it doesn't matter how young you are, how old you are, how in shape you are, or how out of shape you are. At some point, you are going to have to rely on something bigger than yourself to sustain you. And so if you're in that place right now, friend, let me just tell you that the first step to your miracle, the first step to begin to do that power that come upon you is to realize that you can't do it in your own, that in your own ability, you are weak. Number two is to begin to let God fill your weaknesses with his power. See, every time we begin to let God fill our weaknesses with our power, then that's the only way we're going to begin to accomplish what God's called us to accomplish. See, we and ourselves can never do what God's called us to do, but we have to be willing to give the little we have to God. See, we spend our entire life thinking about what we can't do instead of thinking about what God can do. 
Friend, I want to tell you, you watching this video, I want to encourage you that you can do it. And every time the thought comes in your mind, I don't know that I can do it. I don't know that I have what it takes. I don't know if I'm going to get through this. I want you to begin to declare out loud out of your own mouth, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It doesn't matter if I have my own strength. It doesn't matter if I have my own qualifications. It doesn't matter what the bank statement says, and it doesn't matter what the economy is telling me. I know this, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me. And when you begin to realize that and you're not talking about everything you can't do all the time, all of a sudden now you're going to be in the place of talking about all that God can do. Thank you so much for listening to today's content. If you'd like to further connect with Crystal, text the keyword CRYSTAL to 33733 and follow the prompts. We are so thankful you are a part of our community. Let's do something awesome for God this week.